this week's episode of What You Think. This is the fourth week of the weekly show. That's incredible, eh? Good job, guys. We done. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> incredible. I, I think it's great, and I think we're gonna have a great episode this week. And you know, before seeing the Mandalorian uh, season three, or should I say, the Book of Boba Fett episode, I was like, <laughs> oh, this week's episode, I gotta add some padding. You know, we'll talk about Book of Boba Fett for five minutes, maybe. It's gonna be like me going, I liked it. Good I liked Wars it. It was good. Excited for the finale. Yes, and just gonna be like, eh, oh, more of the same. We thought it was gonna be five minutes, and then a man comes out of like some thing, and and as soon as I saw that, I I saw I I actually paused the episode a few times because I just had to text people. This is a mice. <laughs> I just had to, I had to take it in. So as soon as that, as soon as let's go full spoiler. Oh no, okay, we're gonna talk about Boba Fett. Fetch is also going to uh, watch Interstellar for the first time. I want to hear what she has to say before she sees the film so we can come back to that, talk about, I think, the greatest director working today, Christopher Nolan, who also happened to study at UCL, as well as James going to give some thoughts about Scream. That's the outline of this episode. yes. <laughs> Oof. But, yeah, so as soon as that popped up, I was like, oh my god, Fetch has to watch it and that image. I, I kind of wish I didn't spoil it for you, but like, at the same time, you weren't going to watch it if it wasn't for Yeah, that. if you didn't say it. Yeah. yeah. But, oh my god, let's talk about The Mandalorian Season 3 as Jang put it. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to start with Jang first. What did you think of The Book of Boba Fett Episode 5, The Return of the Mandalorian? Boom, boom. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, definitely the best episode and the funny thing is that Boba Fett's not in it like, like you <laughs> she told me. The best episode is the one where he's not there. <laughs> so, so yes, agreed. Best episode, it just shows you what happened to Mando which is what I wanted to know and uh, it was a nice surprise. I was... I came home that day expecting like I was just getting myself dinner and I got everything ready I was like alright let's just watch this shit and I was like oh damn <laughs> I just put down my food I'm like okay, okay wait like, this can wait <laughs> the music hits uh, yeah just the oh <laughs> so yes very nice episode I like it show me more show me more I don't care about Boba Fett fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad but I yeah Fez what did you think of the episode the book of Baba Fett go crazy go ham oh so like I stopped watching Boba Fett after episode 2 because it was boring but then when I got Momo's text message that Mando was there I was like shit I need to watch it and like the the the, the term episode so five was trending on Twitter and everyone's like, oh, just just watch episode five. Who cares about the rest? Just just watch episode five. So when I, I was I was really shocked. So I thought he had a I thought it was just a cameo, but the fact that he cut a full 50-minute episode, I was like, yes, because we haven't gotten a new Mandalorian episode since for a year, I believe. I think the last episode was 2021. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. Oh my god! But I, as what Momo said, I kind of, I mean, like as a Mandalorian fan, I'm very happy. I'm like, yep, I'm so happy. I, I don't care about Boba Fett. Who cares if he's on it? But I think if for people who are ex, people like viewers who are fans of Boba Fett and who dedicate like who watch the show just for Boba Fett, I feel like they're gonna be quite disappointed and pissed off because like this whole show is about Boba Fett, and then you have an episode dedicated to just the Mandalorian it's kind of like even though I didn't watch all the episodes it kind of feels off that like it's just suddenly talking about the Mandalorian so I feel like 
I, I don't know why they would do that because it's just I just I think it's I, I when, when I watch it I was kind of like wow I think the viewers will be quite pissed if they're not no I was happy I, <laughs> we are happy if, we no, are it's happy. like if okay I guess if, if you're expecting McDonald's and then someone gives yeah. you like a Wagyu steak you're not gonna yeah. complain are you? you're gonna be like I mean <laughs> I guess. <it's> not- <laughs> yeah I guess but love the storyline, love, like, I just, oh my god, I just loved it so much. I thought my Mandalorian was just a phase, but oh my god, that it's episode, I still love it's it, oh my god, <laughs> just, like, seeing what happened after the whole incidents of season two, and uh-huh. just seeing, like, I thought they would take a different approach in season three, like, they would just rebuild the creed, but the fact that, I mean, spoilers that, he got chucked out of the creed and now he's just on his own. <laughs> Can we just talk about how great that moment was? Oh my that god. Was shocking. Have, you, have you ever removed your helmet to be what's his name? Pals Vesla? Nope. Mandalorian, have you ever removed your helmet? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, my god. Uh, sort of? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just love it. I just love how like it brought everyone back, including Kelly, the shop the shopkeeper oh, I didn't yeah. expect She's it to come. <laughs> but that, was, that made me so happy because I'm like wow this really is a Mandalorian episode where like they brought like just everything from the Mandalorian back from Peli to like even like a hint of Grogu I thought like any scenes where like uh, the Mandalorian just suddenly was reminded of Grogu that was just mm-hmm. so sweet God knows if they will show it in the next episode. Do you think they are going to show it in the next episode? I think they have to. It is a law. Because I was talking to a friend also uh, where I was like, every 10 minutes, I just paused it because like, I needed to get more popcorn or I wanted to get some water. As, as Being a fat man that I am, like, uh, as soon as it ended, I was like, boo, boo, boo. Because he's like, I have to go see a friend for the day. And I like, no, I want to see the baby. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> definitely so? I feel like if they don't it's gonna be really <laughs> people are gonna be pissed off but we then... go to Disney store and we riot I do wanna ask you guys like I like I love as much as I love this episode my slight problem is is that like if you're going into season 3 does that mean like mm. fans have to watch this episode of Boba Fett in order to watch season three of The Mandalorian. So that's the only thing I'm a bit iffy about because like, if you go into season three without watching this episode, will it like make sense? Confused. Yeah, will it make sense? <laughs> I love it. There was no flaws. It was just great seeing The Mandalorian after so long. And I just, I just love it, yeah. Yeah, same. I'm going like to give it to Jang first. So what do you long. think? Uh-huh. Yeah, so no, do you I think was, I, no, the whole show, season right? Three? Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe a bit of confusion. Like, you know, like, um, they'll be like, what, what the fuck happened to his spear? <laughs> like, like oh so like uh, a few things would be like wait a minute so yeah, yeah they, they did progress the story a lot which I was surprised with because I thought mm-hmm. even if they are going to show him that he's going to do like a small thing so that it doesn't affect season 3 but yeah. they did a lot of things so <laughs> and uh, the whole episode I was expecting them to cut to Boba Fett I was just like please don't cut please don't cut <laughs> every time like they do that wipe I'm like no, no! okay okay okay, okay rest the wave. and then like so yes it was him the whole time and uh, yeah I I I can't believe that they are they are moving the story so much. Like, uh, yeah, it's all things that we want. So but, separate. Yeah. Yeah, but what a way! Like, like it's genius. No one was expecting the Mandalorian, it's, right? It's so and fun. He, it was so exciting, wasn't it? It's just yeah, it was so exciting. 
See, you never doubt John Favreau. But no, just to answer your question before I pass it back to you, Fez. Um, I think what they should do is maybe have season three include this extra episode just for people Ooh. who maybe haven't seen it. I think they should do that. But at the same time, you could go like, someone goes like, how is this episode relevant to the book? I mean, if you just show the Mando, I feel like we would be like, eh, how, how he get new shit, how he get this and that. I feel like <laughs> yeah. it was necessary in a way uh, to show his journey. And then obviously at the end when it all ties back into he needs some muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, if anything, they can just do the summary of it. Like how he got his new ship, how he, uh, you know, how he got kicked out of the creed. But I think call this like season three, episode zero or season three, episode one. Ooh. Perhaps, I don't know. But they need to reference the events that happened here or concise it when season three, episode one comes out. Because people aren't going to, People having to check, but I mean, the magic of Disney yeah, Plus is people they can just go back. I mean, it's not hard, is it, to see but this will episode? They? Will it's they? not hard. This isn't a cinema way to go out and buy a ticket. You just go click a few buttons, and it's probably going to be there before you watch Mando season three. Here's Book of Boba Fett episode five with starring the Mandalorian. It's not hard. People aren't as dumb as we think. And if Marvel can do it, I think I'm pretty sure it should be fine. Yeah, and since the whole episode is just about him, like even okay. if you don't care about Boba Fett, yeah, there's nothing in, about Boba Fett in the whole thing. So yeah. it's perfect for you, lah. It's not like you're gonna get halfway Boba Fett come mm-hmm. on. You're like, hey, what the hell? What and if anything, it might even get you hooked on Boba Fett. And if episode six oh. and seven are anything of the caliber of the quality of episode five, directed by Vice Dallas Howard, and I'm yeah. just gonna point this out, the two best. Ep- I I love the second episode of Boba Fett. I would give that like a nine point five out of ten because I think. Uh, it just showed I love the scene where he's hanging out with the Tuscan Raiders and I thought the train scene where they're trying to stop the Pike ship I thought it was like breathtaking action that was uh, absolutely wonderful and obviously we saw my favourite character the female Jabba the Hutt that was also directed by a woman I can't remember the name of I'm really sorry but the two best episodes of the book of Boba Fett were directed by women so if there's anyone going like why do we need to have more diversity well because uh, pretty good at directing <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Uh, no, I just wanted to you already shout out Bryce Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard. So yeah, Wait, please I just, go on. Mm. No, no, but it's just she, like she yeah. is a dude like her amazing episodes, director. Amazing director. Gwen Stacy, good of good on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's Gwen Stacy. Oh my god. No, I, I mean uh-huh. Yeah, I wish you could do like a series or a movie in Star Wars. I think she'll be great Honestly, in directing like a whole thing. We need it. Give give her something. No, like yes. uh in season one, episode four, I remember I was like, Oh, this is a pretty nice episode. Like it wasn't anything to me, but season two, episode three is the one with Bo Katan and the action scene that she directed, the energy of that episode. Do you remember that one? I was like, Wow, this bright Dallas Howard, not bad. Huge step yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then with this one, just 50 minutes of pure riveting Star Wars. Woo! I just I loved it. It made me smile. This is like a hundred out of ten for me. But um, do you guys like one of my favorite things to do with these Mando episodes is always just guess who the, the director is, right? You guys know, like in the group chat, or oh, you guys know oh, really? paying attention I to what I write. I can't remember. Wow, people, <laughs> that, 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 that. See, okay. Uh, this is before I watched the episode. I said this episode is directed by Favreau or Howard. Howard. Damn good. Oh. So that's what I meant. I should have said Bryce Dallas Howard because for all we know it could have been Ron Howard. Yeah, uh, I, maybe, like, oh. I just thought Howard Shaw. I was like, no, I thought it was Ron Howard also, and I was like, oh. oh. No, I should have said Bryce Dallas. Uh, she maybe she should have directed solo. That movie would have been so fucking dark. <laughs> 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 would have been more interesting, probably. <laughs> no, but. 
you know when the moment I knew this episode is something special directed by a legend, it was when they ent- when Mando entered the cantina. Oh, or, you know, what, what do you call it? Yeah. And you got that one nice like tracking shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. this is directed by someone who knows their shit. And just watching again, just the vibe that scene flowed perfectly. Like it just quick in and out. Um, just going yes. around that round. Yeah, table, yeah. Don't waste so time, right? Was, yeah. Yes. Was, and it, for me, this is just like <laughs> fucking perfect Star Wars. The locations, just seeing that Halo ring looking fuck. I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> it's it's not sand. It adds to the universe and. I could. I'm gonna add about episode one throwback, but I'm gonna pass it to Fez first. What? Just gush about this episode, please. No, you, you just had. Gush. I didn't write any notes because I had. I was busy. <laughs> I was busy, but like I just. Why are you like, in your? <laughs> Never mind. My final year, <laughs> um, okay. but you just sparked me like an, an, another point, which is why I love the Mandalorian so much, and it showcased again in this episode is that they just show a different part of Star Wars. It's just worlds that just the scene and it's just worlds and like I guess the setup is so different Locale from what we've seen settings, in the yeah. it's just so different from the cinematic movies or anything we've mm. seen before especially the, like what you said and also like the beginning scene where we saw him walk in the city we've never seen that in Star I, I well personally I haven't seen that in like Star Wars so but just generally just seeing it's new how the, it's fresh exciting yeah yes. just generally seeing a new world that they and it's just it's always the Mandalorian that builds like and shows these new worlds, which is just so refreshing as a viewer. And yeah, that's why I'm that's why I love the Mandalorian because it always like what you say, it always shows something new and refreshing. And I can't honestly, I cannot wait for season three now. Season three, yes, this year, this year. But yeah, Jack, what was your favorite aspect of this episode? Is there a moment that stood out to you? Like, damn, Dark Saber, what was it? Think something. <laughs> no, that I think it's the first time we saw a commercial. Flight. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that funny. He was just like he was just like, oh no weapons on the ship. Then he's like, oh, okay. And then he just sits there like he's in a bus or something. <laughs> oh, and the kid. The alien. Yeah, and the kid was like, oh, hello. Uh, what do they call them? Greedos? I don't know. I just call them greedos. Greedos. <laughs> Look at them greedos. <laughs> oh my god. And the and the baby Yoda music, the reminiscing. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Now this, this is the thing about Boba Fett that's kind of like because it's on Tatooine, which is yeah, we not Tatooine, but at the same time it's Tatooine again. I'm like, oh, yeah. so but even with Mando, you know, he's flying about, he's doing shit, even he got no ship and he's still going around. <laughs> like, our voice, trying hard. So like yeah, we Malaysia our Airlines. first commercial. Yeah, <laughs> our first commercial flight. I just need no to weapons call And it was just so funny. It was funny yeah. without being like cringy humor, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I love the comedy. I mean, like the comedy work. The comedy from the Mandalorian just generally works well. And even though, like, and it also shows from like, uh, the Mandalorian's personality. Like, even though the Mando Mando is a really serious character, he still shows some like edge. And like mm. sarcasm to his like witty comments, which is executed well, you know. So that's the one thing I also loved about the Mandalorian. And this this was crazy to me. Like John Favreau, another hats off. This guy is a new character in 2019 and he has become incredibly iconic for Star Wars we have mm-hmm. been so endeared to the story of Din Djarin what is Din Djarin? Din Djarin, <laughs> Din Djarin. It's, it's insane they've made a character that's new like for me I think the best character from the sequel trilogy would be Kylo and Rey 
I don't know why I had to say that. I just had to. I, I just had to give my love for The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens, but not The Rise of Skywalker. Fuck Pasana, that desert-looking planet. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, props to John Favreau for... And I don't yeah, know how much Dave Filoni is involved, but the fact he... This character that we see him and we're like, yes, and the darks... The, just seeing some lightsaber fight without railings, that whole setting just screamed like pure style, peak Star Wars <laughs> imagination to me. I, I, no, especially when he fell off. Remember when he fell off at one point With and the he ju- just back? I was just like, oh, oi, oi. Dude, <laughs> I, I'm going to... But Fez, what did you think of that Mandalorian flashback when they told about the whole planet building and stuff like that? Like the planet blowing up? What did you think of that? Which was that? The, 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 when the... The Tie like, the, the Terminator the... 2 oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't I'm... that great? I liked it. I thought it was like, I don't know. Uh, I, I, world building, right? Yeah, yeah, world building. In, then, like, mm-hmm. in like an interesting, I mean, like in a fun way, if that makes sense, you know. Oh, wait, there's something I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I, okay, you see, this is why, like, I don't like Boba Fett. It's because, like, the Mandalorian, the way they wrote him and they portray him <laughs> as a character, there's so much personality. Like what I said, even though he's quite a serious character, they just brought so much personality in him. And I felt like if they did that with Boba Fett, maybe I could have like been hooked on, but it didn't, Boba Fett didn't work on me as much as the Mandalorian did. I think, so, mm. yeah. I think a lot of it also is just that the charisma, the mystery. In many mm-hmm. ways, we've seen Boba Fett a lot. But I'm going to hold out the jury for episode 6 and 7. I'm going to wait and see if he can become a badass. But I would say he's an enjoyable enough character to me, Boba Fett. But I'm going to just pivot to Jang. As Clone Wars fans, oh my god, just seeing Mandalore oh. blow up, I was like... I was like, mm. no, it's so beautiful. Like the Mandalore aesthetic, the glass walls and all that, so pretty. And no, no, it's all. Oh yeah, yeah, sad. that was nice. Yeah, but like, ah, yo, the Empire, like, like the what was the name? No, no, the the Armorer, the, the Armorer. Yeah, the, the Empire they, they only survived for thirty years. Yes. Oh, yeah, voice. exactly. They were around for thirty years, but they did so much damage. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. <laughs> they blew up Mandalore. They they blew up all around. They they did a lot of things like holy damn well, the first order did a lot too they, 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 they had they all the star systems oh yeah they, they blew up three one. at the same time oh yeah <laughs> easy <laughs> no but like oh, uh, I just wanted I to call out star destroyer um, destroying planet I fucking hate it it is the dumbest thing I've seen no, ah. no, that's not the dumbest thing is that it can be blown up by one <laughs> oh yeah that's even oh, dumb yeah, yeah. Easy. easy do you remember what Paul Demon's reaction was well, the way you put it was my favorite. You said like, just it's not even fear or what is it, a sadness. It's more like just curiosity. Hi, like, yeah. it's no, like, it's like <laughs> Kijimi. How? Like, well done, oh. good job, guys. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> nice. I digress. <laughs> Pass it back to you. <laughs> no, uh, I just wanted to shout out um the guy that plays Mandalorian. What's his name? Pe- um, Pe- Pedro Pascal. But it's not really yes! him. No, no, no. So, yeah, uh, put, yeah, some, he... put some respect well, to the stunt doubles, Laos, too. It's... I feel. Oh, yeah. No, but but just when he off... walks into a room, I, I don't know whether he's. He's doing not something. behind. He's not in the mask. He's not in the mask, to be is fair. Like. Okay, that's who, why, okay, whoever that's why... is in the suit, right, at that particular time when Mandalorian mm. walks in right you're just like oh shit he's here and you know as he walks you're just like oh where is he going the but swagger. Boba F- mm. yeah but when Boba Fett walks in like faster what faster where are you going <laughs> <laughs> faster and then he's just there holding his, his rifle at the side <laughs> he's walking around and he's so so like uh, yeah, so, so 
um Mandalorian his he's just his charisma. Whoever's oh, under that mask, the charisma is just very well done. And yeah, just want to say. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but didn't you guys hear like the I not controversy, but how Let's like say people, Grace Randolph. But like how no how like people were pissed pissed off that Pedro Pascal wasn't really there and he just did nah. the voiceover. So like it's, people it's the were best like, job in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so like no, people but, were, but then like I think in the documentary he's there sometimes. Like, yeah, they were like we should add him more. Like he no, should but, be there more in person, you know. <laughs> no, but I, I get your point, but at the same time, now he's shooting the last of us. And ah, yeah. he, he gets that freedom to like uh you know do a bunch of stuff and as much as I didn't give him credit for the swagger the way he carries himself uh he's been under the mask a few times obviously but the voice the voice adds so much to it right he has so it's both this character they've created is thanks to the two stunt doubles who I can't remember the name and I'm, I apologize greatly and Pedro Pascal for creating the Mandalorian and John Favreau and maybe a bit of Dave Filoni for creating such a well-rounded interesting character mm. that can stand with the legends of Darth Vader Luke Skywalker Leia Organa Han Solo this Anakin Skywalker this uh, yeah. Ray. I'm not going to call her Ray Palpatine I'm going to call her Ray Nobody okay shut up <laughs> Ray Nobody shut Ray Nobody fuck fuck episode 9 um, what's Kylo Ren's name Ben Solo Benny. Uh, this, <laughs> this show just as a Star Wars fan I just reinvigorated this love I have for Star Wars again I, I'm just really happy I'm so happy but I do wish like I mean the scenes where Pedro Pascal is there I just it just adds more it feels so much more authentic and you can I don't know just like that connection is is real especially I mean like especially the iconic, the last episode of season oh yeah definitely, like, definitely like when he when he's there even though he the, like literally before he takes off his mask you can still like feel it you know that that authenticity and like just that emotional connection because like he's really there connecting with Grogu I just felt like that just adds more dimensions I I don't don't know because if we got to see everything he was in then judge maybe but because we don't know it's hard to say but obviously when he takes off that mask when he's with uh, Bill Burr in episode 6 of the Mandalorian where they have to you know uh, infiltrate that uh, empire every looking oh, thing. Oh yes. Oh my god, the fear in his face just absolutely wonderful and the first time he takes off the mask and when he says willingly. Fucking hell, this is willingly. Cuz like in season 1 he took it off because like he was injured. Injured. But in season 2 he did it willingly. Just... Power. The power. Oh, oh I need to rewatch season 2. In the oh, words yeah. of um, no, I just wanted to say, did you guys? I think you guys noticed this in this episode of Boba Fett where he said, "I could take you in warm, or I could take oh, you I could in take cold." You in cold. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, throws back oh, to like yeah. episode. Oh. I was like, oh yes, yeah, that's. I all mean, I we could go on about the action, but for me, this this is easily a ten out of ten. What do you guys think? 10, 10, we're giving it 10 yeah, across yeah, the board. Of course, of course. I'll give it 10, 10, but then like, I'm just, I, 10, just, don't 10. How, I just don't know how this fits with the with Boba Fett, like the show. <laughs> I think it, it, that's it's why it's a good. 10, 10 for me. Yeah, that's why. I mean, like... if I'm eating, if I'm eating a filet of fish and you give me a Wagyu steak, I'm not complaining. I don't, I don't, I don't no complaints, mm-hmm. but no one mentioned, oh my God, as, uh, I, I love the Phantom Menace, I think I give it like a 9, oh, the ship. 10, I think. Oh. not even the ship just the Tatooine going back to like you know how much I hate Tatooine and I've been yeah. going about it for like three weeks but then I was like 
when they gave you that new locale of the Beggar's Canyon where Anakin raced, um, you know, in the pod race. Oh, that was the same Anakin one. Uh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. And just going to the canyon <laughs> and all the iconic sites and ships. Oh, it just looks so beautiful. And I was like, Tatooine, actually, not bad. Just that it's nostalgia bitch, sure, but it made me smile. And the other thing, uh, what's her name? Pelly? She, when she mentioned, like, this yeah. thing is going to go as fast as a fathier, I was like, it lost Jedi. You're like, you did it, no, that's Jedi. Yes, I love this movie. But we could go on and on and on about this. But yeah, please first. No, I just Add one want, more thing, I then just, we're moving on. Yeah, no, I just want to say, I think like similar to Jack, now, I don't know, like I definitely a 10 out of 10, but then like, you know, I, I know I keep saying this, but like this show is like all about Boba Fett. And it's like, for example, WandaVision. It's like you have WandaVision and then suddenly you have an episode dedicated to Doctor Strange. I don't know. I'm going to counter you. How about the episode that didn't have Wanda and Vision? That was all old footage of Wanda and Vision and we focused in on Monica Rambo and Darcy. Ah, but, then that so was, that? but then that was relevant. This uh, relevant? That, I mean, yeah, uh, Hire the muscle. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> but like right at the end, you know? No, so, it's know. not as relevant. Lah. It's a bit like... It, that's the, we all can agree it felt more like Mando season 3. But then there's some relevance to Boba Fett. Because if he just showed up like, hey, what's up? It's like, it doesn't feel as organic as I guess so. giving us the whole picture. So that's why I don't... I think it makes sense. And I, I'll see episode 6 and 7 before I hold any judgment. Lah. But like, if next week we go back to Boba Fett, just like, I will respect. I'll be like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But, sorry, yeah, Jang? Yeah, last thing I just want to say is like, Boba Fett, right? Like, like we, I would have much preferred that they just did Mandalorian Mando season, season 3. three. Yeah. And just have Boba Fett like, there a lot. If you get what I mean, like he's, mm. he's yeah. a more prominent character. That that would have been more fun than Bo- 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 Boba Fett. I will now. wait until 6 and 7 to see what they have up in their cities, but I'm not uh, the J, I'm gonna say Jay Filoni. <laughs> Jay Filoni, oh yeah. I don't know how much Jay <laughs> Filoni's involvement is in the show, but John Favreau, I'll I'll wait because he's written all the episodes. I'll wait until six and seven to cast any final judgment. But keep Star Wars like this, and you'll make this very old fan very very happy. But uh, keep it up. <laughs> very good we uh peacemaker i didn't watch episode five yet but in this there's nothing really much to say compared to this <laughs> in the sense like it's definitely more consistent than boba fett but like uh not week to week will just be like it's funny it's good good it's shit good. But tomorrow it's going to be a very special day for me and fez somewhat uh interstellar is my third favorite film of all time i think i watched it last december 7 2014 in tgb cinemas one utama for the second time so I don't know how to just say that, but uh, I'm just curious on what your expectations are for that film. And also, just very generally, feel free to talk about Christopher Nolan's uh, filmography. Like, I know you didn't like Tenet, and I think most of us who left TGV Wanutama on the 4th of September, I believe, were um, confused <laughs> more than anything else. But uh, yeah, just talk about like in- your favorite Nolan film. I'm just curious because I know you didn't care much for Dunkirk and what your expectations are. And for Jang, you can start thinking about this. What would you tell Fez to keep in mind as she watches this film? So, so Fez, terms... the floor. Okay, so in terms of Interstellar, my expectations, I know I just, like, I was researching before the podcast on, like, 
how good this movie is and people really people a lot of people have the same reaction as Momo as it's amazing it's the best you have to watch it on 70mm IMAX yada yada <laughs> but my I'm gonna just go in with low expectations or okay, low, low to no expectations because I'm not gonna lie like his films are so for me I just the fact that he's okay, I'm not into space movies or space shows or generally sci-fi so I just I I don't know the, just the thought about space I'm like oh again and then like I from the reviews it is gonna it's gonna involve a lot of time traveling right like a lot of time switching yeah. back so I'm like okay a lot of brain power you have to use I think this oh movie. no you, oh, need, you need a high IQ no you don't I'm not ready to <laughs> think in movies <laughs> Um, but like I don't know I'm just I am going to go in with like no expectations because like if people say it's good and like the way that Nolan again like uses the concept of time I'm sorry no it's okay the way he uses the concept of time in the sense that like, it will bring people hope that's the reviews I've seen I'm like okay that sounds kind of Okay. People were like, uh, people in the reviews were like, in the end of the movie. No, but can I just? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, yeah, give this whole. Okay, I'm just gonna say, is the problem with Nolan films that you've seen is that they're very emotionally distant, or the characters don't get yeah. much to do? Okay, yeah, I don't, don't say anything. I, I don't, I don't feel anything for so far for the the for the Nolan films. Like just generally, I don't feel any sort of like like Dunkirk. In, there was not like enough character development in, compared to 1917, yeah. right? Yeah, it doesn't make me feel for the characters. And sometimes the storyline, for example, Tenet, I'm sorry, but it was just so confusing. I was just I like, still don't understand what that pink thing was about. I was yeah. so afraid. <laughs> the, only, the only Nolan film I like is Inception. I think that's one of like... Oh. Characters, I didn't like the characters, but it was focusing more on the storyline. It was just so just, engaging, yeah. One of my favourite reviews from... Uh, letterbox I remember from Inception was like Nolan spent like 10 or 20 years figuring this film out and he really named the main character Dom Cop what a stupid fucking what Dom Cop sorry but he, so, he, he yeah, ran what... out of brain power already Dom Cop even the Dark Knight movies they didn't stick with you no they didn't I was really shocked when I watched it I was like Oh, These I are loud. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I like love those Dark Knight films. Well, honestly, I hope Inception... I hope Interstellar. Interstellar changes my mind because if Interstellar does a good job with similar to Inception where the storyline is really engaging and in terms of the world building and this, basically the environment they're in is very like edge of your seat, then I could potentially like this film, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll Tomorrow see. you shall know it. Oh, I'm so excited. But what did you like about Inception? Just like the world building, but the characters also you felt like, eh, but... Uh, but just like not the as sus- but the suspension, the you know? Like, you know, like how they were stuck in a dream and like you just... Oh, don't, oh and my it's, God, it's the like four layers. Yeah, mm. it's like a ticking time bomb. And just, yeah, like what you, the four layers add so much depth to the <sighs> world building and adds more suspension. So that that's one of the things I like. So I hope something similar will be in Interstellar. Yeah. No, and it's that like as I I understand what he was trying to do with the protagonist. That was the name of the protagonist intended, like no name, blah blah blah, that sort of thing. So that charisma kind of carries through. But in Inception, especially, it's nice having that thing where 
Dom Cobb. Oh, who calls him Dom Cobb? It's Leonardo DiCaprio wants to go home to his family, right? That hook and the whole thing oh. with his wife. Just the chef's kiss and the action scenes in that film. Oh, but I remember watching that as a kid in 2010 and I was like, I like the hallways go spinny, spinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was my reaction as a kid. But I, I'm just, okay, I'm going to go like a, maybe I'll save that for next week because we may have less things to talk about when Boba Fett shows up again. <laughs> 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 uh, I just was, I, I I do like it's the inception spoilers. I like the ending. You know when the thing kept turning. You don't Ooh. know if he's really the music. You don't, oh. you don't know if he's back. If he's in the dream world or he's in reality. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's so, happy. Yeah. So I it's just powerful but, shit. But I love that <laughs> suspension. It makes the audience think in a way like, is he back? Is he not back? Just that ending with the topple. I think that was quite. That was quite interesting and, and much better ending than Tenet. Oh yeah, Tenet makes... See, I don't I don't think I just vibed with Tenet. The ending, like, no one cares about the bomb that didn't go off, but that's the one with the yeah. power to change the world. I still don't... I, 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 don't, I don't quite get it. And then I, I always laughed, like, the music at the end is so funny. Like, just one last... <laughs> <laughs> Aha, take that. For some reason... Yeah, my mic just changed, but now I'm gonna pass it to Jang. I think Inception's still your favorite, but what do you what are you gonna tell Fez to prepare for tomorrow? Um, actually, if you find Inception the best, then I think Interstellar might agree with you. So, Ooh, okay. so uh, this is yeah, this is good, but uh, it's just like um, yeah, it's just like what Momo said with all the Nolan films. You, you, you that they are thinker, you know, you, you gotta think about them. And uh, I I rewatched like Interstellar because Momo was saying that we're going to talk about it so I was just like oh what happened now so I need to go watch again so I watched the whole thing again and the I found out like with, with all the Nolan films uh, if you watch them again like later like not, not the first time the first time is good but I feel like they get better uh, over time like as you watch them again like there's, there are small things that you didn't really pick up the first time you watched it and you're just like oh so they actually get a bit tastier <laughs> with age. So, yeah, they're, they're like fine wine actually. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's, 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 like, yeah, it's just like the first time, like if the wine, like it's from a good place. So you're just like, oh, no, yeah, very nice. I don't know anything about wine. Now, but, uh, so then like, but as longer you keep them and then you open it, and like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's actually. Ages well. Yeah. Yeah, ages very, very well. So um, yeah, I watched it again and I was, I, I was happy. I was just like, oh, damn. I'm There's just gonna a lot ask you of things that thing. I missed, but no, yeah. I I think Fest is gonna have a lot of trouble tomorrow because there are no subtitles in this film, and that's a problem. Oh, this, film, yes, yes. this film needs something. Like I remember, <laughs> I do not understand. I'm not gonna say what happens, but Michael Caine says something midway through the movie, and the music is very loud. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, subtitles and yeah, there's a lot of mumbling. Like, yeah, really, you used to look up and stuff. Yeah. So. Open yeah, yeah there's so much yeah you need the sub I, I, I can't watch movies subtitles are good mm. yeah yeah I, everything I watch has subtitles I, I just have to get it like, it's easy I, you, and you can yeah. appreciate the dialogue yeah yeah and you can yeah you can like sometimes you're just like what was that like, like you can just look down yeah. and be like oh that's what I said but then like yeah so oh no there's no subtitles oh dear <laughs> okay, she's gonna. No, hit it's okay when, no, when you uh rewatch it, then you can just watch it with this other. No, I I'm just gonna ask Jang again. I think this is Hans Zimmer best score. I think the soundtrack it's up there for me with like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. The soundtrack, the pam 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 pam. The music for me just like, touches me in such a way that I can't explain. 
Uh, what do you think of the soundtrack? It's like yeah, you're not you're not big on style. Unlike you're not big on film music, lah. To put it nicely. No, like like no like uh for scenes where I no I only pay attention when it's epic like like when it's epic like when he, the the you know we see yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about the you know when he uh yeah the yeah, one yes. Dinesh light yes. yeah the one Dinesh light yeah so that those scenes where like epic mm. shit is happening and you need to have epic music I'm just like oh yeah but then and then like uh especially like even the the ending also that, got epic music yeah so like 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 epic like I just I I only realized epic music epic music but the music <laughs> is good lah is what you're trying to say very good music yeah like no it it complements the movie very well like I that's, don't know how you listen to it on its own like when when Momo likes to listen like for the listeners like Momo likes to listen to the soundtracks like of Spider-Man all movies he listens but I can't um, I, uh, I, I, I need the, the visual too, thing yeah. happening I need to see it happening I'm just like oh yeah add the music you'll make it like a hundred times better <laughs> but like the music on its own I'm like well I can't see shit <laughs> but like yeah so like the music complements it very well makes it a hundred times better so yeah very nice. And yeah, Fez, your last thoughts on Nolan, Interstellar, all that good it's stuff. Not, it's not really a thought. It's more like a question to you guys because I'm like still like, did Interstellar win any or nominated for any It Oscars? should have won best soundtrack. It should have won best picture. It should have won best actor. It should have won best actress. It should have won but Did it, did it, it get nominated? I can't uh, It didn't win best... You know what's funny? Uh, Did you guys even watch that Hugh Jackman thing I said you didn't, right? No. Uni. <laughs> so apparently, I don't know if it's true because I wasn't there during two thousand eight. But you know why the Oscars uh, have they can nominate ten best picture. They they can nominate up to ten movies for best picture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently in two thousand eight, there was they only could nominate five films for best picture, but like and they didn't nominate the Dark Knight. And then like I I think it triggered a lot of people. I don't know if that's true or not. I have to, last week, I mean, last week we talked about something that probably wasn't true for a good thirty minutes. So fact checking in this show is a, uh, a bit shit. But <laughs> it's a but, bit shit. What was my point? No, Interstellar, I believe, won best visual effects. Probably, uh, probably won some nice, some other technical awards. But no, it didn't uh, get any best picture or best director, which it should have. Not even best actor or actress. No. But McConaughey oh, should have gotten a Best Actor award without doubt, and I will give it to Jessica Chastain as well. And Anne Hathaway. She's Anne Hathaway, it. okay, can also can can. <laughs> can also can also can can. No, but uh, to me the best. You want not, you not want the, the Oscar? Best, not the Oscars really. Just they they don't give it to the. There's so many times it's been given to the. To, in my opinion, to the wrong person. So like, yeah. So the Oscars, I don't really care. It, it's it's very the, the all of them are very good. Everything's good sure, about that movie. It I'm is pretty sure twenty fourteen me was probably triggered about Interstellar not getting any big awards. And surprisingly, I think Nolan has only been nominated for best director for Dunkirk. And not for Inception, not for Interstellar, not for The Dark Knight. But I'm happy that Heath Ledger, one of my favorite like Oscar moments that I wasn't around for, but can watch on YouTube, was Heath Ledger winning the Best Supporting Actor Oscar. If you guys didn't know, oh yeah, he won yeah, that yeah. for The Dark Knight, which is incredible if you think oh, about that. Yeah. Like that performance so, is exceptional. Yeah, and also like Leonardo DiCaprio, he only won his first Oscar like for The Revenant. I yeah, think he should have won for Wall Street. He I should have won a lot a long, long time ago for many, <laughs> many things. I just want to pivot to one other question because I think it's quite interesting. You could give an Oscar to anyone who you think deserves it, who hasn't gotten it yet. Who are you giving it to? This might be a thinker. I would say for me, obviously Nolan, because I don't think he's won one. Oh, who would oh, you give okay. it to Jang? 
Downey oh, Jr. My... <laughs> no, my knee jerk is Andrew Garfield actually. Exactly. The first name that just appeared. Of course, I if I think about it, probably I can give you some. But the first one that just popped into my head immediately. Oh, it's yeah. I, that's good because it's like the kind of thing where wait you, he doesn't have an Oscar yet then you give it to him right that's good <laughs> no, it's, you don't no, have no, one I mean, no, I mean one. that's the perfect reaction like, that's the yeah. point of the question so you also that's the first name that came to mind uh, Fez Garfield I would say Garfield but now when I'm thinking about it I think also Benedict Cumberbatch I think like his uh, acting range in that is it's quite like seeing him in quite a couple of his work I think he also deserves the Oscar so Benedict Cumberbatch. You know who also I will give it to Amy Adams. She hasn't gotten an Oscar. Oh my god, yes. Yes, Amy Adams Ooh. for actress. She definitely I'm just Googling. It. Best actor who never wants an Oscar for Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, nah. Uh, is it because you're like, 50? No, no, no. I would give... that, like, like, like he is uh, a very, very, very good actor, but I don't know. I just don't get Oscar vibe. I, like, I will give Samuel L. Jackson an Oscar. He hasn't got one. What he doesn't? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That man is one. I will give for his body of work. You know, he's no, always. And, on yeah, his yeah. That's game. the thing because, like, uh, with uh, Andrew, like how how you seen him like in uh, Tick Tick Boom. You know how he he's singing mm-hmm. and like like just the the and Spider Man. You can see like how and uh, Social Network. You can see how he can yeah. transition from mm. the, especially with uh, Robert Downey Jr. How he transitioned from different uh styles of right? some sometimes he. he he even played a black man, right? In one in one show. <laughs> Tropic Thunder, that's it. Yeah. So so he did that and then he was British for Sherlock. So to me, like that range of like switching and moving and changing is really like whoa. So oh yeah, Samuel I just that guy needs one too. Yeah. All I know is if I could only see one movie next year, it's Oppenheimer. Because directed by Nolan, starring Killian Murphy, Downey Jr., Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, I think, isn't it? And yeah. Oh, I yeah, just really yeah. like I just love... I want, I want to see Robert Downey Jr. something that's not Doolittle. <laughs> no, it's, it's more like curiosity, but like, who is this man outside of Iron Man? Yeah. No, after Iron Man, he's really got like a... Who are you? Yeah, mm. who are you? It doesn't matter. He made like 10 million of like 10 yeah. minutes of Homecoming. So, bada be bada boo. And now we're gonna... Uh, uh, rounded off with talking about Scream I recommended the film to Jang I don't think he particularly enjoyed it which makes me oof and we're gonna Ooh. let a special guest in who's gonna suddenly pop in to talk about Scream so Jang oh, what was up with this film <laughs> Scream you give us your review this piece of shit huh? <laughs> waste my time oh no, no like, oh my god that film was atrocious like oh my god like maybe it's because i watched interstellar right before that going into that uh-huh. so, like, <laughs> but oh my that okay just just a metric for you guys to know when when i booked the hall there was nobody in the hall literally nobody which rightfully so <laughs> and then when we went in there was only like two other people there and i was just like oh lord you're always <laughs> and then so uh i watched it with um uh, Eason and uh, Dina you guys probably don't know her but yeah so uh, three of us watched it uh, we, me and Eason were just having fun with it because like we already knew it was shit like maybe like the the, first, the opening scene was pretty good to be honest I, I have to give the opening scene the one they show in the like, trailers right is the Alexa lock the, is yeah, it, yeah, is the lock unlock like, yeah the lock unlock thing yeah that was that was good that was good like and then it just went downhill after the word scream came out. <laughs> like after oh, that, no. you're just like, oh no, oh no. And then by the end, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> so it just gets worse and worse as it goes through. Um, there were a lot of nice actors coming up, like the 13 Reasons Why guy. I forgot what's his name, but... Um, uh, oh, Dylan something. 
Yeah, something that guy. Is it the main yeah, one? Uh, yeah, yeah, the main guy. Oh, you know, I love yeah. the Visitors Y show. It's so funny how much they stretched it out, but continue. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, he was there, which was alright. And um, what's her name? Courtney Cox from Friends was there, which I was actually lo- looking forward to seeing all of these uh people. But they all used them very badly, and nothing landed. And by the end, we we're like, what the hell? Even um, Huey from uh the Boys is in there. Yeah, so, oh, they yeah. Had a very, they had a good cast. But they had a horrible story, so uh, no, I really just, don't. I, I I know Dina is not here. She because you can't tell her your opinion. You wait, what? Dina is not here, so you, she can't. You can't speak. You can't speak, speak for, for her. You can't speak for her. But she's a horror movie fanatic, if I remember correctly. So did she enjoy it? I'm just curious. Uh, she was just confused. Like uh, she came. The funny thing is, she came even after the the main the 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 opening scene because she was late. But like it was funny because she came in and literally she just got all the worst parts. So I don't think she liked it either. <laughs> like and there was a lot of censorship which was annoying as shit. Like okay, uh, I don't so you understand. didn't get any of the good kills, right? No, 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 like no, we got some kills, but like the annoying thing is like um okay, uh for, for people who want to know the Malaysian censorship, well, asshole is off limits and a motherfucker is off limits, but um, son of a bitch piece of shit and fuck is all on the board that, that's all good <laughs> all those are fine <laughs> but but uh, what is that for some reason asshole is off limits so, so it, was, it doesn't make it sense was if it's written 18 just let them watch everything exactly wow. right and then um, how the 13 exactly, movies exactly Hallie, exactly uh, you guys please don't watch it I'm gonna spoil it but don't watch it anyway just who's the killer huh? I'm just curious oh Huey but oh. uh, yeah, so how, yeah, but how, uh, how? Yeah. I'm just just the movie because I'm really. I want to know. Uh, basically, they were some. They were fans of Stab or something. Some movie that they watched. The original Scream watched. or something. Yeah, so the, yeah. Like Villa. Okay. Yeah, so so yeah, they were trying to break the fourth wall kind of shit. Like they were trying Ooh. to say like it's always the love interest, and then in the end, it turns out to be the love interest because um Huey plays the love interest to the main character. So like it was like oh they're trying to do like. And then they were saying like Stab 8 was a shit movie So we thought we'd make a better sequel Or something like that And then Is that a dig at The Last Jedi Those fuckers I have no idea But that sh- They were trying to break the, f- the fourth There was even one scene where uh, One character was watching The or the One of the Stab original movies Original mm. Yeah I, I don't know whether it was the original screen uh, I just have to say I've never seen Any of the Original screen movies But she was sitting on the couch And then she was watching a scene where uh, some guy was on the couch and the scream guy was coming from behind and they just mirrored it. So like, she even had the, the, the scream guy coming from behind. So it's not even funny to... on some level? Yeah, <laughs> me really and Eason were having fun with it. We were just like, what the oh. fuck? And every time like they opened the door and like it could be behind and we're just like, oh yeah, you see, you see, you see, it's coming. So we, we were just trying our best to enjoy it, but it was so bad. So like, uh, please do not watch it. Even if you're a Scream fan, oh. please do not watch it. It's just going to ruin your life. <laughs> please Wait, <don't>. so... <laughs> Everybody has Eason, better things to do with their life. <laughs> thank you for suddenly joining us. Uh, just your thoughts on Scream, uh, Scream the movie. Did you enjoy it? Or did you at oh. least have fun with it? That's what I think we're curious about. I, I, think, I think personally, I'm not a big fan of scary movies. Like, I'm really scared. But I think this one is not that scary. Is this... It's like yeah, it's, it's trying to be the Deadpool of scary movies, but they're really they're trying really hard, but 
you know, too bad it's not Ryan Reynolds in it. So it's like, <laughs> it's like they're trying to be Deadpool, but not really. So it's like, and the opening is really good. I give them that opening. It, it kind of really scared the, the, the crap out of me. I was like, oh man, look at the locks. Unlock, lock, unlock, lock, unlock. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, holy crap, it's going. But if he's kind of dumb, like when stab, it's only using like, like just a knife, then they could have shoot the person, but they did it. And I was like, I, uh, this, this white people movie. Uh, oh yeah, and what cancerous scene? I have to say the cancerous scene. Remember, Ethan, the cancerous scene. Like um, they saved the girl from the hot. She after she got stabbed, she was in the hospital, and then after that, the oh yeah, guy came after her in the hospital. Then they got a, sh- a sheriff. I think he's from the original scream movies. I I think he's an original character, right? He shot the scream guy three times, okay, in the chest, which was all good. And they were leaving. They were gonna leave. They were they were out. They were in the elevator. They were gone. And now- then he just said, "I, you guys go." You need to shoot them in the head. If not, they're not dead. And then he went back and he got killed by the scream guy. What a retard. Like, oh my god. Why do you go back? You stupid shit. Like he but, even he, he was walking slowly and reloading his gun like an act like he thinks he's so cool. But then he just died. Oh did, did you at least have fun with the whole killer thing? Like guessing the killer at the very least? Uh did you predict it? I, I I think I kind of I kind of guessed it like like I think they hinted it really early on so like, I think that is possible like there's one point I I almost got misled as as like the movie expect us to be but like I was thinking since they're trying to break the fourth wall they might be using the same plot so like they might already tell the answer in advance already and I was like oh damn they are. And I was like, I'm bad. Gotta give them that. They're trying to be funny. Like, at least it's, I, I didn't get nightmares other than I kind of laughed with, with Jang. And I was like, oh, this is so funny, man. They're trying to be Deadpool. But like, I think Deadpool is even more like scarier than this, man. Like, in terms of the gore and the, the yeah. goriness. Yeah, and also uh, the Scream character, Ethan, you, you remember? He is Fish, so right? bad at killing. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. And then like, walks slowly, gets... And it gets like pushed aside and then like falls on the ground and just no they they shove chairs at him, they shove tables at him and he just goes down like a plank. Like he's useless. Wait the the grip power at so weak. So like my uh um, nothing. Really my thing my thing was I thought you guys would because I think the screen movies are supposed to be like a parody of sorts on the horror genre, but still at the same time give you some scares and I have a friend who really loves the whole franchise so I thought you guys would have some fun with it so I do sincerely apologize but uh, so just, just yes or no did you have fun uh, Eason said yes Jang kind of uh, if Eason wasn't there I would be very triggered but I'm um, so yeah thank you Eason for coming I was like, um, I I was like hey, Jing, Jing, Jing. he's gonna come on yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> I'll give it it's not out yet <laughs> no because uh-huh. there was nobody in the cinema so we were sh- we were just talking out loud. We were just like, oh my god, this guy's so stupid. Oh, So it's sort of this fun kind of communal experience. Lah. If like maybe I was there, would have been more fun, lah, probably. Dep- yeah, yeah. We would just be there, like, oh, all of me, he's gonna stab him. Oh, oh shit. Oh, he sucks at it. Oh <laughs> you know the people in front are if they're listening, they're definitely not listening. But if they were, sorry, we were very loud. <laughs> But no, they weren't annoyed, lah. They enjoyed it, lah. On some level, they, they they didn't turn back to you and all that. Uh, I think when Dina came in, they did. But other than they that, did, nah. they did. But like, but like, you know, they're just having their 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 world. Yeah. They did. Just like me and Jang and Dina, three of us. Yeah, it's fine. Like, <laughs> wait, but uh, Fez, can you talk a bit more about the annoying person sitting next to you during the power of the dog? 
That was so funny. I heard a bit, but like I, I was quite relatively engrossed. So talk about that experience if you want to rant about that to get it off your chest. <laughs> I was next to him. Uh, not not podcast worthy, but I was next to him. But going back to scream, I'm quite shocked you guys didn't like what? it because I give you ten. I you did not understand the assignment. <laughs> I I'm joking. Don't no, but just generally, I don't understand the assignment. Like just generally, this podcast, I don't. No, but I'm shocked that you guys don't like scream because my UK friends who are they. Like a lot of my UK friends, they love Scream. Like they they love like just like the excitement and like some just basically the suspension. And they they recommended me to watch it. So it's quite shocking that you guys it it just didn't work uh, out. So it but but interesting perspectives. I like to hear like it it was quite interesting to hear that because I also I mean from the media like there's so many great reviews about Scream. So hearing you guys mm-hmm. not like yeah. it, it's very oh. interesting. So yeah. Oh really? There's it, good reviews. <laughs> it had like yeah. I think it was it. This scream movie made more money than the previous scream did in its whole domestic run in the USA. But currently, the what scream, really? Wow. The scream on Rotten Tomatoes has seventy eight percent and an audience score of eighty two percent. Maybe because like um those who have watched the franchise before, they were used yeah. to seeing how scary it is. Then like when this this like movie comes up and it's like totally flipped it's maybe whatever. for the fans la, I think. yeah yeah i think it's for the fans like i have no idea what's the stab references i'm just like there like what am i doing i'm just there to guess uh, who's the killer oh yeah yeah me and Eason both completely missed any stab references because we yeah. we weren't we didn't really, watch it so, may, so maybe that that's that's the thing we we're missing but, but, but i shouldn't really because like you know, if you want to get a new audience, you have to make it somewhat relatable. Yeah, for maybe it could be like you know, like how if, if you watch Sp- Spider Man, the newest, the latest Spider Man, and if you didn't watch any of the past, I think you still could get it. Yeah, yeah, I think you can get it, but like you wouldn't feel as excited as like those who have watched yeah. all of those Spider Man. Ah, uh, yes, because they didn't know the build up. Yeah. Can I just have a segue? Uh, I was really yes. disappointed in the thirty-minute interview with Garfield and Maguire and Holland. Oh, really? Why? I just bad. thought they they sounded no. It's not bad. It just I wish they had more fun with it because it sounded like an English class where they're all adding. Yeah. adding. So it's like you yeah. know I, I love these. I I'm gonna do my best, Andrew Garfield. I love these brothers. It's about responsibility. It's about hope. It's about this and that and this and that. And they just kept repeating the same thing. And I'm just like yeah. in my mind, I'm like, can you fucking ask them about the villains? Like have some interest. I just thought the question was just a bit boring, and it didn't give them much like to chew on or have fun. I'm not saying it was a bad interview. Ah, it's always fun to see two of them talk about the movie. But like sometimes it just felt very wishwashy to me. Like yeah, you felt very, very like um yeah yeah no very like uh what do you call it? It it, like, it, it too. I was talking like, to cut, uh, Dinesh also yesterday. He, he was like yeah. he was like I wish they went on like Graham Norton or like one of those shows. It would have oh, been oh yes, like that, that would have been so much more fun. Yeah, tree yeah. dynamic would have been a bit more fun. Well, but like, I think fans seem to like it. Or, yeah, or the, that's what it's other questions instead of like the moderator. Yeah, the moderator is just kind of boring the interview to me. Like, there's so much to ask about. They're just like, so why did you do this? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just, so you know, you know, you know what you... they should do? They should have asked. Uh, you know the BBC, there's a show where they ask kids to, yeah, to give so, them the questions. Oh, we should have kids oh, to ask yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that would have been more interesting. Yeah. No, cause no, not with disrespect to the moderator, but I believe you know what? The, why the whole reason they got together? Anyone want to have a guess why? This we want blessed with this interview for the fans, because they're trying why. to they're trying to push it for the Oscars. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> so if, if, if any, if, so yeah. if anyone wonders why these, why do actors do interviews? Like especially right now, a bit of it is obviously to promote the film, but like really, because like Variety ran this piece, like sh- uh, should John Watts get, uh, should No Way Home get a Best Director nomination or Best Picture, that sort of thing. So like that's why tiba tiba they just they're coming out of the woodwork lah. I guess that's maybe. But do you do you think there's okay last last bet last question for the round table? Will Spider Man No Way Home get a Best Picture Oscar? I'm gonna go with yes. I think so. What really? Oh, uh, yes or not no? Not sure you about think? that though. Not too sure about that. Yeah, I don't. So, think so. Ethan is I a no. Jang is a no. Uh, is a no. I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah. So you will be surprised if it did get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Maybe the villain might get it though. Maybe the villain might get it. The one. William the Dafoe. Yeah, I think William the yeah. might might have a chance. I think he's. I don't think he was. Even, well. I don't think he was even the best supporting actor from a film. I think that should go to Tony Leung in Shang Chi, but. We digress as we usually do. And I think uh, let us wrap up the Z show. Thank you, Isan, for joining us in the last 10 minutes for your perspective on Scream and some Spider-Man-y flavor at the end. It seems we should just call this the Spider-Man podcast. Fez and Yang, I hope this Boba Fett goodness continues on and on Ooh. and on. I hope we get more Mando next week, all that good stuff. Um, and if you like this episode, as usual, give it a like, rate it on uh, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Instagram at what you think pod. Follow us on Twitter at was it what you think podcast? It's what you think podcast, right? That's our Instagram. Yeah, handle. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Manager, thank you. It is yes. what you think podcast on Instagram, so you can be up to date. Uh, all that smooth jazz. Find us on YouTube. Blah blah blah. If you like the show, we love all our uh, two fans who listen to us, and one of them is Fez on the replay. <laughs> 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 but we enjoy the show. We hope we can find an audience that enjoys hearing us talk about movies. My name is Momo. Signing off for the rest of us. Adios, sayonara. Bye. 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 Bye.